Hey, it's JP. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is going to be another pumpkin spice review where we look at products from Healthy Crunch, their coconut chips, pumpkin maple pie flavored, Starbucks, their pumpkin spice flavored cookie straws, Angie's Boom Chicka Pop popcorn, the pumpkin spice kettle corn flavor, and Cheerios, their pumpkin spice flavor. Now, before we get started on that, I wanted to tell you about a couple of podcasts that I guested on this week that I thought you might be interested in. Uh, The first is called Too Many Podcasts, and it's pretty much what it sounds like. It's a podcast about podcasts. Uh, Definitely uh, give it a listen if you're looking for suggestions for things to listen to that you might not have otherwise discovered. And if you don't mind a healthy dose of dad jokes, because those are in existence there as well. Another one I had fun with is called Drop the Pilot. And this is a podcast about television pilots that were not picked up. So they made one show, didn't end up getting turned into a series, either because of bad acting, bad story, bad execution, Or maybe it was a decent show, but just wasn't the right tone for the time it was released or something like that. Had a lot of fun with that one. I think you might as well if you're a fan of review type shows and if you're a fan of television. Anyway, enough about that. Let's get to the eating. Hey everyone, it's JP, and this is Junk Foodies, the podcast where we talk about the food your parents said would spoil your appetite. Hey, I'm joined by my first repeat guest, Christy. Hey, Christy. Hey. So you might remember her from our first episode on all things pumpkin spice. I might have jumped the gun on that one a little bit, because it turns out there was a lot more pumpkin spice stuff uh, coming out in the weeks that followed. So we're doing a follow-up here. Now, since you've already been on an episode, uh, I'm not going to go through the traditional question and answers that we do, Christy. I think we're going to just jump right into the products. What do you think of that? That's okay. Perfect. Okay, so um, the first thing that we have uh, is the Healthy Crunch Coconut Chips Pumpkin Maple Pie flavor. So um, let me give those over to you. You can uh, smell them, take a taste, and I will read off the ingredients we've got here. Pretty simple. Um, now, I don't know if this qualifies as junk food. I think this is more like a health food, but whatever, it's pumpkin. Uh, ingredients are coconut, pumpkin, maple syrup, coconut milk, spices, and salt. Interesting, it actually uses pumpkin. Not every pumpkin spice product does. Uh, so what are your thoughts of that one, Christy? I think that's hilarious because I don't taste pumpkin in this at all. Okay. Um, and I don't taste the spice. All I get is coconut and I mean, it has a nice crunch, but I would definitely not call this pumpkin spice. Okay. And um, I don't think it's that great. Okay, so not not a huge fan. We're we're starting off <laughs> we're starting off not great. Let's see if we can up our game as we go on. Um, so definitely, as I opened the bag, the aroma I got was mostly coconut. I thought maybe, uh, and I could be imagining it, it sounds like you didn't pick it up, but I thought maybe some mild spiciness, but I couldn't really put my finger on what that was, and uh, maybe a little bit of maple. Um, the taste I got, like you, was mostly coconut, but it definitely had a really good snap. It wasn't like I picture the shredded coconut my mom used to use in baking when I was a kid that was kind of chewy. Um, this was almost as 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 crunchy as... Not quite a potato chip, but something in that realm. Um, So it had a nice snap to it, nice and crunchy. Um, 
I would agree with you that the taste is pretty subtle. I'm not picking up uh, much beyond the coconut. I, I had to really kind of work hard to, to get anything else. Um, a little bit of uh, spiciness, but again, it's almost uh, non-existent. It's mostly just coconut and um, it is yellow, so or kind of orangey, so I, I do trust that they have uh, pumpkin in it. I guess the other thing is if you're on a reduced carbohydrate diet, this is a pretty good snack. If you're if you're a fan of coconut, obviously, if you're not, you wouldn't pick this up. Um, so yeah, uh, relatively low in sugar, um, you know, good fats, good protein, and all that kind of stuff, but uh, not something I'd reach for over uh, other junk food um, options. Now, if I were trying to have a feeling like I was eating something kind of like junk food and wanting to stay on the healthy side of the aisle, uh, maybe this would be something I'd go for. Yeah, I agree with that. I would pick it up if I couldn't have a chip or, you know, something like that for sure. Right. And they uh, presumably have other flavors, so maybe some of their other flavors are uh, are more of a success than this one was. Um, this one was, was very subtle. Yeah. I didn't hate it, but uh, didn't love it either. Um, okay, so moving right along, next up, Pumpkin Spice Cheerios from General Mills. Uh, made with real pumpkin, it says, and a hint of cinnamon, nutmeg, and cloves. That's kind of nice. You don't always see cloves on these ingredients. Uh, ingredients, whole grain oats, sugar, and or golden sugar, pumpkin puree, uh, salt, cinnamon, baking soda, cloves, and that's about it, other than your usuals like uh, sodium citrate, etc. cetera. Uh, tell me what you think about the Cheerios. And I apologize, I don't have milk handy here for this, but you'll have to use your imagination. I love these. Yeah. Um, I think there's a great amount of spice. Um, they, there's, you get the pumpkin pie um, part of it, mm. like the pumpkin spice part. Mm -hmm. um, not so much the pumpkin, mm. I don't get, but I love the, the spicy part. Um, and they're Cheerio, so, you know, they're a delightful little treat right morning treat right um for sure i wouldn't call them like total health food right but um yeah i i think they're really really great and uh, i look for for these for sure okay <coughs> excuse me so uh just that <coughs> pardon me as you were talking i'll have to cut that out later um i uh you know smelled the the open bag and i got kind of like an oatmeal um, and I did pick up pumpkin on the, on the nose, um, and a little bit of nutmeg that kind of stood out for me. Uh, the taste was like sweet oats, uh, with cinnamon, nutmeg, and I think I did pick up those cloves. Like you said, the pumpkin flavor wasn't really sticking out, but pumpkin is such a, a really subtle flavor. I mean, usually I think that when we identify things that are pumpkin, flavored it's usually the stuff that goes along with the pumpkin so if it's you know pumpkin pie it's the the spices that go along with it and the crust and the whipped cream and all the other stuff the pumpkin on itself is is pretty subtle so i don't know that i could pick it out of the hat if i didn't know there was pumpkin in it um but uh, yeah that, that part of it was pretty subtle but uh, quite delightful and i'm a, a huge breakfast cereal fan so uh this is one that uh, i wouldn't mind going back to and um i have not tried it with milk so uh, that would add another element as well, I'm sure. Uh, so next up, uh, speaking of food that's not really junk food, is the Quest Protein Bar Pumpkin Pie Flavor. So this is a limited seasonal edition, uh, 21 grams of protein, 4 grams of net carbs, 
12 grams of fiber. For a protein bar, that's a pretty low-carb bar, so I'm sure this is popular with the low-carb and, and keto people out there. Uh, pretty high in fiber uh, and relatively low in fat. Uh, Ingredient-wise, it's got your usual you know, whey protein blend, uh, some artificial sweeteners, um, cinnamon spice. Um, actually, I shouldn't say artificial. Erythritol is actually a natural sugar, so not like aspartame or something like that. Um, yeah, but nothing here too out of the ordinary. Molasses, lemon peel, almonds. What do you think of the Quest bar? I thought this was disgusting. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell us how you really feel. Um, you know, I, I can partake in a occasional uh, protein bar, but this was not good. <laughs> not good, huh? I don't have anything good to say about it. Okay. Um, it was just the. And what did you not like about it? Is there something <laughs> particular that sticks out that was just an off flavor for you? Or what was it? Yeah, was it I mean, it, it didn't taste like pumpkin. I don't even know what. It taste, tasted really artificial to me. Hmm. And um, didn't really, like, it doesn't smell good. The, the texture, well, the texture is basically like a protein bar. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just did I can't say one good thing. Okay. Again, this might have been my bad. I probably shouldn't have included this because I don't think anyone's eating a Quest bar thinking they're going to get a Hershey's bar. Uh, I think people are eating Quest bars and they're hoping it tastes as close to a Hershey's bar as you can get and still be um, healthy for you. Uh, so yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't have included it in the lineup, but it said pumpkin pie and I ran across it. So I, I thought, why not? Um, I may be a little more... Um, uh, a little less judgmental on it than you are. It wasn't my favorite Quest bar. Um, I've had them before. I think their chocolate chip cookie dough is really good. Um, their chocolate and peanut butter is decent as well. Uh, this one, um, I got a little bit of nuttiness on the nose, but not much else. It, it really wasn't fragrant. and Like, I, I almost couldn't smell anything. It was just kind of uh, uh, nuttiness and, and maybe, like, I don't know, artificial chocolate or something like that like you know like you said it didn't come off as really natural tasting i definitely had that whey protein taste that i associate with protein bars um a little artificial as you mentioned uh, a little bit of spice and there was kind of an artificial sweetener kind of taste to it uh, and then i got the almonds and kind of a white chocolatey flavor but not quite so again kind of the not um not completely natural uh, white chocolate flavor. So, um, okay, well, let's clear the palate here. We're just going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Up until 50 years ago, pumpkin spice was virtually unheard of. That's when McCormick began selling their blend of nutmeg, ginger, cinnamon, and allspice, which they dubbed pumpkin spice. Today, pumpkin spice products generate 500 million in annual sales, most of which happens in a single season. The modern day pumpkin spice craze can largely be attributed to coffee. In the late 1990s, coffee flavored with pumpkin spice became the hot new beverage in cafes. Coffee fans may be familiar with the Starbucks pumpkin spice latte. It's been 16 years since the seasonal latte was introduced to coffee fanatics around the country. By Forbes estimate, this best-selling beverage has made Starbucks over $100 million. Looking for a seasonal drink beyond an eggnog or a peppermint latte, which had already been done, a group of Starbucks called 
the Liquid Lab, brainstormed a list of 20 possible fall latte flavors. Then it surveyed Starbucks customers online about which latte ideas appealed to them the most as seasonal options. Surprisingly, the idea of a pumpkin pie latte just didn't do it for most of the respondents. They were more into chocolate and caramel-based drinks. But when the time came to narrow the list of 20 down to four, which would then be mocked up as prototypes and brought to a team of higher-ups to find one winner for development approval, the team included the pumpkin pie option anyway. The other three options were a chocolate caramel drink, an orange and spice latte, and a cinnamon strusso latte, which was later reborn as the cinnamon dolce latte. But although many of these picks were solid ideas based on the survey data, the pumpkin pie latte stood out as something unique worth pursuing. Although the flavor combination wasn't unheard of at the time, a pumpkin pie latte had previously appeared at a few other coffee shops around the country, including the Indiana joint, J.L. Hufford Coffee and Tea Company. It was certainly new territory, so the team got the go-ahead to develop it further. The pumpkin spice latte's first test rolled out at 100 Starbucks stores in Vancouver, British Columbia, and Canada, and Washington, D.C. in the United States during the fall of 2003, and it was immediately clear the company had to hit on its hands. Within the first week of the market test, we knew we had a winner. Peter Dukes, the product manager in charge of the Liquid Lab, said in a retrospective on the pumpkin spice latte in 2014. Back then, he continued, we would call store managers on the phone to see how a new beverage was doing, and you could hear the excitement in their voices. The drink was subsequently rolled out nationwide during the fall of 2004, and ever since then it has grown in popularity with each successive season. The PSL's dedicated Twitter account hit the scene in 2014. It now has nearly 110,000 followers. Its corresponding Instagram account became verified in 2015. More than 35,000 people follow the drink over there. It's now available in bottled form in grocery stores, as well as made fresh at actual Starbucks, and according to the company, it's their top-selling seasonal beverage of all time. It's now everywhere, as our two episodes will make clear, from protein bars to beef jerky to hummus. Food manufacturers and grocery stores bet heavily that pumpkin products will help sales during the fall. At Trader Joe's, the amount of pumpkin products has steadily increased since the grocery store began offering them in the mid-1990s. According to a company spokesperson, this year, Trader Joe's shelves will be stocked with more than 70 pumpkin items, up from around 60 in 2015. The trend shows no signs of slowing down, with new products, both sweet and savory, being released every year. And we are back here with Christy doing all things pumpkin spice. Uh, The next up in the lineup is the... Angie's Boom Chicka Pop Pumpkin Spice Kettle Corn. So this is a um, brand that has uh, various flavors, uh, probably uh, you know better known for their big regular butter popcorn or their kettle corn, but this is obviously a seasonal flavor. Ingredients, sugar, popcorn, obviously. Sunflower oil, uh, whey powder, skim milk powder, spices, and sea salt. Uh, what do you think of the Boom Chicka Pop Kettle Corn? Um, I'm not too sure what to make of this, actually. Mm. Um, I don't think it's horrible, but it's not, like, fantastic either. Okay. Um, it's got a strange texture to me. Uh, like, some of it, it's, like, not fully coated, so some of them are really kind of soft, and then some of them are not, like the kernels themselves. Um, 
so and not I'm not really getting pumpkin spice either so I don't know not great but not like not horrible but not great I guess so I, I might have an explanation for the coating there. Um, they drizzle on, based on the image I'm looking at on the bag, it looks like they drizzle on uh, some kind of a white chocolate or, or a sweet oh. coating. And so you're, some of it you're going to get the crunch um, of the popcorn, and then on other pieces you're going to be getting that soft okay. you know, white chocolate coating. So maybe you just didn't know what you were getting into yeah, and maybe. that caught you off guard. Yeah. I like this quite a bit more than you did. Um, so <laughs> this is going to sound funny for something I like, but the thing that it reminded me of the smell was some of those like Bath and Body Works candles that you can get that are like, you know, Harvest Pumpkin or Pumpkin Pie. Like it smelled like a pumpkin candle. And I mean that in the most complimentary way possible. Um, definitely smelled the popcorn and a little bit of like something like allspice maybe. Uh, the taste I really dug, um, it had that sweet and savory kind of kettle corn or sweet and salty thing going on. Uh, I got cinnamon, uh, ginger, uh, nutmeg, definitely stuck out, and then the white chocolate. So for me, this was a pretty darn good. Um, it kind of had the the sweet and the salty that I like so well together. It had the spicy from the spices. Um, the little bit of extra sweet from that uh, that white chocolate or vanilla coating, whatever that is. Um, so yeah, I think I liked it just a bit more than you did, but um, uh, not too bad, I guess. Now, um, our last item on the pumpkin spice front is a Starbucks product. Had to go back to Starbucks, of course. They're the ones that kind of made pumpkin spice famous. These are Starbucks limited edition cookie straws, pumpkin spice flavor. So cookie straw, I guess this is meant to be able to drink out of. Um, it reminds me of, and I'm not going to remember the name, but there's a European type cookie that's like a, almost rolled like a cigar or a tube hollow in the middle, and it's a, made of a very flaky kind of wafer, uh, cookie wafer. So in terms of the ingredients, we're looking at white confectionery coating. So that's your fake white chocolate, I guess. Uh, vanilla powder, wheat flour, sugar, molasses, salt, vanilla, pumpkin spice flavor, and cinnamon. So no actual pumpkin in this product, but they do say pumpkin spice flavored, not pumpkin flavor. Uh, what do you think of these Starbucks cookie straw? I love these. Yeah? Um, I could eat the whole can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're just the perfect amount of pumpkin and spice to me. Um, they're great snack size because they're individually wrapped. Uh -huh. And I like how it's flaky on the outside, but then it's like chocolate or whatever that is on the inside. I guess mm -hmm. all the spice. Um, I yeah, I really really like this. Okay, huge fan. Yeah. Um, so I got with it um, a bit of vanilla or white chocolate, maybe a combination of both. That kind of pastry smell, for for lack of a better word, those wafer cookies I was talking about. Like I got that smell. And ginger and cinnamon were the, the spices that were sticking out for me. Uh, the taste was that crispy cookie. I had almost a vanilla yogurt um, uh, flavor. And, and again, I mean this in a complimentary way, not like a complaint. Not quite as tart as yogurt, but uh, something between like a yogurt and a white chocolate. Uh, and then that spice blend um, was, was very nice. So I definitely could see having this with a, a strong a cup of coffee or a latte. Um, I don't know about drinking it through the straw, but I definitely yeah. could see it on the side or even a nice cup of tea 
uh, you know, with a splash of cream in it. I think this would uh, go really well. So Starbucks, you evil geniuses, you've done it again. Um, so that's it for our pumpkin spice episode. We probably could have gotten more products, but we thought we'd cut it off there. Uh, let's go ahead and do the star ratings. So uh, starting with the coconut chips, how many stars would you give those, Christy? One. One star. Okay, <laughs> not going back to those. No. Uh, I would give it one and a half. Um, I, you know, again, not my favorite thing I've ever had, but keeping in mind it's a healthy snack and kind of grading it on a curve. Um, Gazuntite. That's my dog in the background in the studio. Um, not sure if that picked up or not. But um, <laughs> yeah, one and a half stars for me, just kind of grading it on a curve. As a healthy junk food, I thought not too bad. And I really like the crunch of it. And I like the taste of coconut. So I could easily see eating these as, as a snack in my day-to-day. -day. Would I choose this over a um, candy bar or the uh, kettle corn? Well, we'll get to the kettle corn in just a moment, but I don't think so. Uh, what about the Cheerios for you? Uh, two and a half. I liked the Cheerios. Yeah, I did too. I give them a two and a half stars. Um, I like breakfast cereals, especially ones that have cinnamon as one of the components of it. So already it's like two out of three things, you know, that it's it's uh, it's knocking it out of the park for me. Um, so I give it a two and a half, I'd maybe even bump it up to two and three quarters. But I think there are some better cereals out there. Um, and we'll maybe cover those in a future episode, but definitely good uh, and well worth checking out if you like this spice profile and you're a big fan of breakfast cereal. Uh, what about the Quest Bar? I think I know what you're going to say here. <laughs> like 0. 0.5. Okay. Half a star. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you really didn't like that one. No. Uh, and maybe I've eaten more protein bars than you. So again, grading on a curve here. Uh, it's not my favorite of their bars. I wouldn't pick it up again. Um, I'll put it right at one star. Uh, you know, we, I have a couple in the cupboard, so I will eat them. Um, but I won't enjoy them as much as I've enjoyed some of their other flavors. And keeping in mind, it is a, you know, relatively healthy food. It's meant for, you know, people watching their diet or trying to, you know, body build or what have you. Uh, it's not too bad. And they managed to do it and not pump it full of sugar, which is the cardinal sin of a lot of protein bars is they're just a candy bar with extra protein in it. And, um, well, if I want a candy bar, I just eat a candy bar, but, um, that's a topic for another day. What about the popcorn, the Boom Chicka Pop? I gave this a two. Two stars? Okay. Yep, solid two. All right. I actually am going to give this the highest rating of the show tonight. I'm going to give that three stars because... Yeah, you did that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's everything I like. Sweet, salty, spicy, uh, popcorn, you know. Uh, now, between this and, and, like, a good butter toffee or caramel corn, now I'd have a hard time choosing. I'd probably mix them together or something, but... Um, Compared to all these other things, it's definitely a three-star for me. And then uh, that brings us to the final product, the Starbucks Cookie Straws. What say you about those? Yeah, this was the winner for me to okay. today. So, like, I gave this a three. Okay, great. For sure. I really like them. Awesome. Well, there's plenty more where that came from, <laughs> at least for the time being, although we are now heading into the Christmas season. So I guess the pumpkin stuff is going to be on its way out and the peppermint and chocolate stuff is going to be on its way in. All right. Well, that's our pumpkin spice lineup. And now it's time for a little segment I like to call Junk in the Trunk. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? 
<laughs> okay, and that is our new junk in the trunk theme song. Uh, apologies for anyone who's offended by salty language. It's not my fault. It's the man looking to the box. Um, so this is a segment where we pull out the famous junk foodies trunk and bring out a mystery item. This trunk was uh, handed to be my, my father, a junk foodie, and was handed to him by his father, a junk foodie before him. So I'm, I come from a long line of junk foodies. Um, it came over the Atlantic, uh, right through Ellis Island. Anyway, let's open this box up and give these a try and tell us what you think, Christy. So you can look at them, tell me what you think they look like. Um, well, I smell. thought it was initially a peanut. Okay. Um, but like a, a covered peanut with something. Like a like almost like a honey roasted peanut or yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, but I come to discover that it is a very small almond. <laughs> okay. Baby almond. <laughs> um, and I think that it's chili lime, like. It's got a little bit of spice, but I get the acidness, so okay. I want to say chili lime. Okay. Um, and they're not that spicy to me. Like, they could be hotter mm -hmm. if that was what they were going for. Right. But they're enjoyable. I kind of like, they're, they're one of those that you want to suck the coating off ah. and but then crunch on it. What about the nut itself? Did you find the nut to... Like it had, had a good bite to oh, it. Yeah, it was. Almonds can be kind of soft or no, can be kind of crunchy. Yeah, no, it was a it was a good almond. <laughs> okay, all right. So at this point, I asked the question: Do with this snack, would you put it back in the box or would you take it with you? Oh, um, I'll take it with me. All right, take it with you. Well, the yeah. product um, is Blue Diamond Almonds Bold Sriracha flavor. Sriracha. So, yeah. Well, you got the chili. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ingredients you're missing, a little bit of sugar, garlic powder, cayenne pepper. Yeah, I got um, the cayenne, but... Tomato powder, vinegar, solids, uh, paprika. And that's about it. Mm. So you were pretty close, but you did not win the junk, what's, uh, the junk in the trunk challenge. Uh, in any case, I'll let you take them with you. So... Well, thanks. <laughs> You're very welcome. You earned it. <laughs> Thank you for helping me record this. Um, I think that's all we got for today. So just a little bit of a, a short check-in. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, as a reminder, you can reach us at uh, JunkFoodiesPod on Twitter and JunkFoodiesPod at gmail.com on email. Uh, today's email comes from Nuno Costa. Um, that's a uh, very unusual name. Get some... Uh, very uh, diverse listeners. Anyway, he says, hey, junk foodies, enjoying your pod and uh, hoping soon you'll cover some of my favorite snacks. He doesn't say what those are. Uh, Nuno, uh, if that's how you say it, um, certainly send us another email and let us know what we should be covering. Anyway, he goes on to say, while I enjoy the parts of the podcast where you cover the history of the products you're reviewing or the companies that make them, I'm curious do the companies have any say in what you're doing? Are you at all compensated for talking about the companies? Signed, Nuno. Well, Nuno, um, thank you for your question. Uh, <laughs> I wish the companies that we were reviewing would pay us to advertise their products. Uh, they don't know who I am. But um, 
That being said, I, you know, today we gave some less than complimentary reviews to some products. And so I wouldn't want to be in a position where I would feel obligated to say nice things about a product because a company paid me. So um, if I ever do get sponsorship money or something like that, I probably would uh, stay away from particularly plugging that product just to eliminate any chance that there might be a conflict of interest or that that might be nagging in the back of my mind affecting how I judge something. So note, those are uh, made up by me and um, pulled from company websites, from Wikipedia and other sources, and then kind of stitched together in a way that um, I just find interesting and entertaining. So hope you continue to enjoy those. If there's anything that you think we can do to improve those or any part of our podcast, uh, let me know. If you're going to talk to me about audio quality, trust me, I'm on it, <laughs> but uh, we'll get there eventually. I'm just not able to right at this moment. Um, other than that, thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us. Um, thank you, Christy. You're welcome. And uh, everyone have a good week. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.